Professionals Podcast. I am Paulie G, your host, back with you for another week. And Ryan MS, backing up um, with us again tonight. How are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. All right, we'll get straight back in, straight into it, I should say, with the injuries. There were quite a few to go go through today, uh, all for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care, Apisai, Coruscant, uh, I guess a new sort of low for the Manly season, he's out for up to 10 weeks with a broken foot, um, being one of the, obviously one of the stars of, of Manly, um, scans on Monday, yesterday confirming Coruscant had indeed fractured his foot, indeed Pat saying 10 weeks um, definitely at, at the least and the way the season's going, he might not be back. Uh, Jordan Rappiner, a torn hammy. He's, he's set to miss an extended period after injuring his hamstring. Joe Stadium, minimum of eight weeks. Uh, Pat saying that obviously uh, hamstrings, um, you know, especially with someone with the speed of Rappiner, um, he'll be making sure that it's definitely fully healed. So eight weeks is probably a little bit... Um, Probably needs to be a bit more conservative than that. So if you own Rappina, you're probably moving on from him. Veal Kickow, well, he was lucky. Only a grade one MCL tear, tear could be a lot worse. They're saying two weeks MCL. Pat saying two to four sounds about right, depending how quick they'll rush him back, of course. Um, general buy next week, so that will help there. And Jesse Bromwich, another hamstring. He's out for up to six weeks. Um, he's already, it's not a strain, definitely a grade two tear four to six weeks obviously um pat saying again on probably on the side of caution going close to the six weeks and we should also mention jamie bura out with a uh, out for the season with an acl just poor luck for him and the knights um let's uh, and that is of course all thanks to could you bear health and injury care if you live in the sydney region give pat a call or even visit our website www.supercoachpros.com Com. Click on the link for 20% off your first visit. Definitely worth um, seeing him if you live particularly in the eastern suburbs region. Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. Let's go straight on to the best for round 14. Ryan James, 139 points. Paul Gallon, 121. Ryan, two blokes. Absolutely massive on the weekend. Yeah, they did really, really well. Um, look, uh, Ryan, James Ryan's... Um, sorry, Ryan James's... Uh, points were bolstered by two tries, um, and Paul Gallen um, pretty much won won his team the the game for a you know ten fifteen minute stint. Um, you know, opening the second half, uh, he scored a try just before I think half time, and then um, yeah, set up Talentine Holmes after fielding a kick of all things. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, it was their day, and and uh, and the points showed for him. Cameron Smith right up there also. Um, got some good up, updates, to be fair. Um, 106 points for him. David Fusatour, 105. That was in that Warriors game. Sean Johnson went large. I know that coming back from injury, there was some risk there. Well, he didn't disappoint his owners. 95 for him. Toho Harris, 94. Isaiah Papali, 90. All from the same game. Josh Papali had a huge game. He put up 95 points as well for the Raiders. He got pushed out to the right edge. Unfamiliar uh, territory for him when Leilua went off in the first minute, um, but still putting up big numbers. Blake 
Ferguson. He's been unreal um, since being snubbed for Origin. Um, another 90 score. And I thought um, some Origin guys backing up, Ryan Felice Cafusi and Tyrone Peachy. And you can throw in, I guess, the guy you already mentioned, Val Holmes, um, going very well as also. Yeah, actually, I don't know if there's a, a a guy who backed up from Origin who had a poor game. I mean, um, Cleary was a bit quiet, but he still ended up kicking the winning field goal. So um, it's maybe that whole uh, backing up from Origin thing is now, um, you know, is now a badge of honour. So we'll see how how that goes when the next um, Origin backup happens. Yeah, the only guys interesting to Souths for not um, playing. They got away with the game, but we, I think you're right. Like, let's have a look how it plays out. Of course, the next one's a general buy, so you know that probably helped things as well. Let's look at those team changes now for this week, round 15. Manumau back for Parramatta. Um, Mitchell Moses also named in the 21 there. Well, we just mentioned the Rabbitohs there, big four are all back. So Adam Dewey and Cameron Murray, they've been putting up good scores for you if you own them. Um, they revert to the interchange, and Robbie Farrow, another guy doing very well, goes to the reserves. The Cowboys, interesting here. They've dropped Lachlan Coote, Antonio Winterstein, and Julian O'Neill. So Jarvid Bowen comes in on the wing, Kane Linnett back in the centres, but obviously Inari Tuala keeping his spot. Michael Morgan also back as are Gavin Cooper and Cohen Hester, the starting lineup. The Warriors get RTS back, so Peter Hiku moves into the centres once more. Uh, the Roosters have named Boyd Cordner, but keep Mitch Orbison there, so it's Takiaho and Radley that go back to the bench. Um, obviously, Vil Kikau, we mentioned earlier, is out this week. Jack Hetherington in for him. And Reese Martin, not named for the Bulldogs, Ryan. This is an interesting one. Do you think it's more um, because Dean Pay wants to wait and see how he responds at training after getting dropped to the interchange bench and then not turning up to training last week and then getting dropped altogether? Um, is this sort of like a, a, a bit of a test for him, you know, to see how he responds? Yeah, I think so. And Or, or, or it could be either, you know, we've given you two weeks out instead of one because... Well, basically, we're not going. Yeah, they're not going too far in this season, so um, they can afford to, you know, make an example of him um, yeah. at the moment. It's a bit of a uh, disaster. For Super yeah, Coach. but it, it is a disaster, and look, it's a disaster for Supercoach people that bought him in as well. Yeah, and we were saying when Aidan Tolman came back, I think someone questioned us on that. We said, no, it's not going to affect what Aidan Tolman what he does to Martin, but as it's turned out, more through bad luck. Tolman's back and Martin's out. Yeah. Just um, turn up to training. <laughs> Gold Coast have named Morgan Boyle on the bench with um, Jared Wallace and Max King both out. Look, I think Boyle could be worth a watch list eye on round 17 because he's a bit more explosive on the edge than Keegan Hipgrave is. I think Hipgrave, as I said on this show before, he's more of a middle. Um, so I would definitely be looking at at that as an option. Um, Dragons were there 1-17, to 17, while Manly have surprisingly dropped Sean Lane to the bench. So there's a bit of an interesting one. Um, Parker is also on the bench as Moses Suley returns, speaking of those uh, guys that uh, missed training. Frank Winterstein will start instead of Lane. There's a watch list on the new hooker, Maese Fanu. I hope I've pronounced that right. Um, you know, 
Eagles not playing round 17. That's the only drama with that one. The Sharks, 1-17. Uh, Brisbane, James Roberts back for Tom Opicic. Newcastle, not much going on there. Obviously, Bureau's out. Luke Yates comes in. Melbourne got some interesting ones. Billy Slater, Will Chambers, Curtis Scott all back. No Jesse Bromwich, as we mentioned in the injury report. Sam Cassiano has been named as a reserve, but I expect he'll play ahead of Jerome Hughes, who's been named uh, in the 17 uh, on the bench. Um, we saw that happen a few weeks ago. I think one of the forwards coming in when Hughes was named originally as an interchange member. Obviously, with Slater back, Hughes probably not needed unless Slater is a late withdrawal. Uh, Tumalola Lolahiha is dropped um, for the Tigers. So Corey Thompson back to fullback, becoming supercoach relevant. Again, Matt Mickelrick is the new hooker. Obviously, no Benji for a while. We didn't mention him in the injury report, um, but he will be out with a calf strain for up to six weeks. And Jordan Rappiner, speaking of the injury report, is out. Um, Josh Hodgson, however, back. So if you're a Sevilla Havili owner, he's back to the bench. Good time to trade in Damien Cook or Cameron Smith, or maybe, as we mentioned earlier, Faye New. Um, Michael Oldfield on the wing, and Brad Abbey into the 21. There you go. And Jason Tarpany obviously starting in the um, second row. Dunamas Louis also back to the bench. The predicted best for round 15. Cameron Munster and Moses Mbai right up there. Obviously the Titans, they give up their fair share of supercoach points um, to fullbacks. So Mbai gets a nice upgrade. The Knights giving up their fair share to halves. So Munster's the best this week. Damien Cook... Um, I know a lot of you may not own him over Origin, but I don't know if he's the... I think definitely hold him, but maybe even bring him in right now. Um, He should be back fit and firing. They're the first game too, so you could always reverse your changes if for some reason Farrah ends up playing instead of Cook or they're both in the 17. Uh, Matt Moylan... He's been impressive the last few weeks, Ryan, and and he's right up there against the Broncos where left halves have done very well this year. Yeah, look, um, Moylan... Like roar into contention, um, to be honest, the way he's been going. Um, after that week where he, I think it was, got six try assists or something really like that, um, he's been going very well. I mean, on the weekend, I think he had a try assist, a line break assist, and a line break himself. So um, going along yeah. quite nicely, and he's definitely one that you might just want to just, just have a look at. He could, could end up being a pod. I'm not saying he is one now, but he could end up being one. Angus Crichton and Jaden Sewer, two right edge runners who have been going very well this year, uh, this year so far, especially in recent weeks for Sewer. And obviously Crichton making his way into Origin. They're up there on the predictor, as is Andrew Fafita, Isaac Luke, Josh Jackson, who's been playing very well of late, and Jason Tamalalo, of course, Sean Johnson and Cameron Smith. Jake Jaborovich, other of those big names mentioned that could be captain options for you. Of course, you can go to the predictor and get all that information. Price rises and price falls, they're very useful as well. And the two-round price rise, that will really help you this week. Obviously, the next week is the super trade round, and that's sort of where we're really looking to rejig our lineup, try to get some guys in there that are playing in round 17. You can find that at Google Play Store or on the App Store, or just follow the links from our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Not too late to get the app. Um, It will really help you through this period. I think, Brian, the Sean Johnson call from last week um, would have been probably the one that that stood out to me, but there were quite a few where the predictor was right on the money this week. Yeah, well, actually, you took the words right out of my mouth because I was about to say that I um, took took note of the prediction last week. 
um, for Sean Johns because I thought, oh, you know, first game back, I think the predictor's being a little bit kind to him. Mm. But predictor predicted 86.7. Yep. And top score um, for the round. Yeah. And he um, absolutely smashed it. 94. Like he got 95, yeah. So, yeah, super, so, 95. Yeah. If you're a super coach, you know, if that, that's your opportunity to see that and go stick the C on him. And I think the people that did that probably won this week. The Smith, Smith was the other one, but Smith sort of had a par. Predicted. He just loves playing the Broncos, let's face it. But Sean Johnson, that huge upgrade. And, and not just him, Fusatua, you know, benefits from it because he's scoring yeah. tries. Toho Harris also on the right, you know. I Even think Peter if he could, back a little bit too. I think if he was, he was at fullback, I think if he was at right centre, he would have gone even higher. Um, all right, well, speaking of those um, trades, the super trade round, Ryan, I guess um, the big question is how, how you're manoeuvring right now, how you're situated with how many trades you've got left, and are you going to make big moves um, following this week um, in regards to, to setting up the end of, your, end of your season run? Well, look, I'm not going to make... Uh, huge moves, I don't think. Um, at, well, that's at this very moment. I mean, um, this week I'm looking to trade in um, SJ um, because, uh, look, you've got to take the yeah, risk. Good week. Risk that he, yeah, good week. Good week, and look, he might get injured, but he might not. Um, and then, look, with the buy grounds coming up, um, I've moved both, both my hookers are now... Um, Move to Smith and Cook. Yeah, I think that's a good move. So that's covered. Um, and with the Dogs and the Raiders, that's an interesting one now that Rappiner's out. Mm. Well, you know, essentially out. So, look, there's another guy who, you know, on the other wing, and his name is Nick yeah, Kotrick. He's been playing well. And he's going really well at the moment. Um, he's averaging 51 all up, but his last... Three games are 81, 108, and 54. And wow. that's, yeah, that's good form. Um, it doesn't look like, like, barring an injury, he's not going to play for New South Wales, even though he's, you know, 18th, 19th man for them. Um, so I think he's definitely um, a target for myself. Um, his price is a little bit prohibitive, but um, if you've got, you know, you're normally going to have a couple of nuffies sitting, um, you know, not nuffies, but guys who, you know, have, have you know, you've made your money off them, so they're ready to go sort of thing. Um, and I, I think that's another good guy to get in there. Yeah, I think I'm really liking what he's been doing lately, and I think that's, you know, a big reason why you've got to have a good close look at him. Jared Croker would be another guy that, you know, usually does well when the Raiders are doing well. So the question is, do you believe in the Raiders coming back potentially? Um, I don't know. I, I agree with you with Cook and Johnson. I brought in Widdop last week. Brewing, I didn't choose Johnson instead. I was worried about the um, the injury, but obviously I, I traded Daly Cherry Evans. So realistically, um, well, I, I might have been at a I probably probably couldn't do it because Brimson is my my switch guy, and obviously Gold Coast played the night before, um, so I couldn't have done the pre, the the mid uh, round trade. But that was probably what you'd try to look to. But in that case, I, I was a little bit stuck, and with it didn't go quite as well as what we might have hoped against the Dogs. Um, but 
he's still very consistent. In fact, if he hadn't missed a couple of goals, he would have hit the 60s, I think, you know, which is unlike him. All right, let's move on to these tweets and Facebook messages. League Supercoach Huddle asks, thoughts on Olive. Is it worth going low max to Olive or free up cash by going Rappanar to Olive? Or is it worth skipping Olive to get SJ and Aitken in for JT and Rappanar? Uh, Ryan, I, I like that last, the last yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say that last one is like... If you can afford it. You know, it. like, uh, you know, the money's... You've, you've hit the feature on the on the yeah. that That's what you want. That, that is the one, one you want to go to. Uh, that is going to net you some real I, real good points. I can made, I think, three errors on the weekend or something like that. He still put up 70-odd. I just thought, gee, he just rack, He seems to rack up base stats. I know he scored a try, but it just seems to come... Him and those Tigers centres, they just seem to come... With, you know, like you talk about the feature, they, they just seem to roll through like, you know, <laughs> a winning poker machine. They, yeah. You know it, their scores are massive. Look, Aiken seems to go like he had a huge game against the Storm with a, you know, plus one, uh, you know, plus 100. Then he had a 40, a 30 and a 40 um, for the next three games. And then he knocks out a 78 against the Bulldogs. So it looks like even in between those games where he goes quite high, he still, yeah, as you said, um, has a decent base for for a centre. Yeah, definitely been a difficult season for centre, picking centre and wingers. So, you and Aitken is a definite. Uh, TVE asks, hey guys, thinking of ditching Rappina, what a letdown to Hopper or Aitken. Thought also, is James a trap? Other options in mine are Tarpanay and Woods. Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the forwards. And James, by Origin 3, there's half a chance he gets picked. There, but I do, I do. We already mentioned Aitken for Rappin. I do like that one, Ryan. What's your thoughts? Um, yeah, well, we answered the Rappin one, um, Rappin to Aiken one. But look, I think Ryan James is look. Yeah, there's a chance he can play, but also there's you'd be hard pressed to find another front row forward um, that's just as high as him in terms of, like, in total points scored for the season, 735. He's averaging 61. Um, he plays, well, for the past, out of the last five games, he's played four out of five. Um, he's played the full 80. And he's, his points, that's a problem. He's just a little bit inconsistent because his points stretch from anywhere from 36 to 139. So that's a huge, uh, you know, I guess, consistency gap. Uh, I do like him, but I'm not sure. Yeah, um, you got to be prepared to take the to take the roller coaster when when you um, get on him. The problem is that the Gold Coast Titans just have not been very good this year. So, you, like you say, that's the roller coaster. I'm looking at those teams yep. that are playing in round 17. I'm looking at the Warriors. I'm looking at the Raiders. I'm looking at the Panthers, and obviously Dragons and Storm. You know, pretty much only the dogs are rated lower than the Titans at the moment. Um, a Facebook question now, and it's from Dean Pickup. He asks, I know it was spoken about last week, but Hopper from the dogs looks a solid option. They have a decent upcoming draw too. Um, I just can't trust the dogs, Ryan. We just mentioned that. I know Hopper has been putting on very consistent games uh, I don't know yeah. be others look he, he has he has he does it he's a, 
is a dual player, but that dual is fullback and um, centre, so um, you're not going to really put him at fullback because you should have, you know, the one of the one of the top three. Oh, sorry, two of the top three in in those slots. Um, he has been consistent, I must say. Um, his worst score um, being uh, well from about round seven. Uh, where he's got 38 against the Roosters. He's then gone 81, 79, 51, 46, 52 and 58. So pretty pretty consistent there. But as you say, it's hard to trust the dogs because if they have a shocker, uh, yeah, it, it <laughs> just doesn't look like that he's going to get the ball required to do something special. Like we all know he's got the talent, but it's whether or not the ball can get to him and his teammates can help him out. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I'd I'd have to look at your whole lineup, Dean, just to sort of see if there's other options. Obviously, Madison, you know, this is a bit of a disaster with him. So, you know, th- there are some issues that you want to be covering. Um, so, Hopawati, and maybe you're looking for a point of difference. I, I don't know. How, how good? I mean, no, he's not playing round seventeen. How good's Jesse Ramian going? You would have wanted. That was one guy who we sort of looked at more last year and thinking that that made him cost prohibitive for this year, but he's been outstanding. Um, yeah. I, I just think there's other guys like him that are just putting up big numbers. Brian Kelly's another, but not playing round 17, to be fair. Um, Tim Laffey is one to look at. I was expecting a really big game out of him um, on Monday. Didn't happen, but we know he's got it in him. I'd probably be just keeping a close eye on Laffey as well. And... Um, yeah, that, that you're right. In, in the in those eight, you know, maybe Branko Lee, but it, Lee's about the same as Hopawade. Yeah, there's in those eight teams, centres and wingers. It's a little tough. Maybe David Fusatua um, is the way to go there. Pat asks, boys, Ryan James as by coverage. Well, we've kind of followed that 18th, 19th for the run home. Um, Pat, I think we've kind of looked at that. Both Ryan and I are big Ryan James fans as a player, and obviously he had that big year. I think it was 2015, super coach wise. Um, maybe it was 2016. Now I can't quite recall exactly the year. Um, I'm just not sure if he's quite 18th, 19th man material. He is fired up. Brad Fittler mentioning him in the press conference is just missing out. I think caught a lot of people by surprise. Um, so yeah. That's probably got him fired up playing some really good footy. Just, look, I mean, it could happen. It, it could happen. He is he's a very good player. Um, I'm just not sure if he's 18th or more like 24th for your Supercoach team. Ebenezer Rascals asks, what do you guys think of trading in Aitken and Olive? Well, Ryan, we already spoke very highly about Aitken, but what do you think about John Olive? Um, look, Olive's an option for sure, especially, um, I mean, it also depends who you're trading from um, because Olive's, I'd imagine Olive will give you some money as well in the bank so you can go elsewhere. Um, but he's got, yeah, he's got the two games under his belt now, um, a 52 and a 23. Um, he'll play again on, and, you know, that'll give him a decent, Decent price bump, and he'll probably it's the wrong. Price it's the wrong way around, though, isn't it? Fifty-four yeah. first. We wish yeah. that was second. You want it, yeah. If he's, yeah, if you're doing it to make some money, then probably not. Probably it's not the greatest move, but 
if you're doing it just to free up some cash um, so you can move elsewhere. Um, I think it's not a bad option. Um, yeah, I, I don't see any harm in it, but you're going to want to be careful um, for your reasons for moving on to Olive. Yeah, just looking at the predictor for Olive, a couple of times, like this week, he might hit 50 and a 48, but you compare him, I think you mentioned Nick Kotrick earlier, much solid in those mid-50s, and then a few lower ones, but then ending on a high 53, 51, 58 and 62. So you compare that, and I mean, you could look at Hopawati as well. I know that we talked about um, Will Hopawati as an option. Another guy in the 60s this week. They do have a good matchup this week against the Titans, the Dogs. Um, and then back down into the 50s. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm just not sure if Olive quite has it in him. Um, even though we liked what we saw in the preseason, I did like. I did like it then. I haven't liked it as much um, once the regular season's gone underway. He also, Ebenezer Ruskell's also asked what about Kurt Mann. Well, he couldn't hold the ball. He just couldn't jump. I, I don't think he's a winger at all, Ryan. I think he's a half, you know, and a, and a small fullback. And yeah, look, I, I, I agree. Wings <laughs> definitely not his spot, and that was a bizarre move. Yeah, um, it's not going to last long. When you're winning, but, yeah, I, you can do whatever you like, can't you? Yeah, I, I can't see it. I can't see it um, happening too often. Um, and the thing is, because he's, his points are really like a lie um, in, in a sense because he's only got a few minutes for a couple of games. And so, you know, so he's only going up to around the 30, 20, 30 yeah. mark. So he's cheap. Um, and, then he got a, and then he still got, only got a 36 when he played the full 80. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I think it's a no. Rob Elkington asks, come on now, Madison. Surely his 80-minute games are pretty much over for the year. We know how much the Roosters, um, player, the fellow players, the coach, the captains, they all love Mitch Orbison. Ryan, uh, he's now starting in the back row because Manu, let's face it, he's, he's established himself as a good um, three-quarter line player and now two posts back. The centres, right centres, Manu's spot to lose and Orbison is probably one and over Madison you would say but it's going to be hard to give up on Madison just because how hard it's been to find good centre and wingers um, through this period um, although Roos is not playing round 17 not picked again this week it starts to get pretty tough to keep holding him with, a, with that yeah, kind of cash it does um, I had him I moved on um, his second his second week that he missed due to um, yeah. concussion issues um, because well basically he was taking up fair chunk of cash. Yeah. Um, and I could move him on to someone else, um, a, a different, you know, second row option. Um, I, I think he's, I'm not going to say his time is over, but he's, his time is over super coach wise. Um, I think for this season, because I can't see him coming back. Um, an injury or two, he could come back, but it might not be till the super coach finals and, that's what I mean. Like, wait that long. I can't see him giving you some quality either. I don't think he's going to play 80 minutes, um, given that they have Orbison there as well. Um, and obviously, they're trying to... Well, Brad they're playing very carefully bench. with him. Takiyaho's on the bench. They've got so... They're stacked in yep. the forwards. Uh, Under the Radar asks, Reese Martin extended bench. What's doing? I think we covered that when we talked about the team changes, Ryan. The reality is... 
Dean Pay, the season's kind of gone. Next year looks worse. Moses Embi and Aaron Woods are on the way out. It's a bit of a tyre fire there, and we just can't trust anything or anyone. And if he's making a statement, if Pay's just going to make a statement, I only want guys here that you know, are going to buy in. And if Martin, for whatever reason, hasn't um, shown the coach that he's 110% behind behind the coach, you know, we, this is what we're going to get. Um, he was cheap. He made money for you. By not playing at all, he's not losing you money. Um, obviously, the worst-case scenario if he starts playing five minutes or ten minutes. Um, so until then, we're probably just hoping that, you know, if he, he figures it out and the coach figures it out, and certainly in round 17, he's playing the full 80. Um, no David Clemmer, of course, that round because of origin. Who knows? Maybe no, no Josh Jackson either if things change. Um, so... Yeah, I, th- I think he's still worth holding on to. And Tipsy McStagger doesn't have a question. He just wants to brag about bringing Paul Gallon in uh, two weeks ago against <laughs> our advice, which, look, Tipsy, we're looking we're looking for a couple of extra uh, guys to, you know, be the experts on the on the show. Maybe you could put your, put your name forward after that. Yeah, uh, look, you know, um, I'm drunk most of the time we do this. So. <laughs> Pete's on the holidays. You know, Andrew started a new job. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're struggling here. Ryan's got to go back to back. Luckily, next week's a, a general buy. We all get to have a break. Tipsy, That's you could right. be, you could be, yeah, in. And, and if the if the prerequisite is, as Ryan said, I'm drunk most of the time. Well, Tipsy McStagger, you got the perfect, perfect, perfect for the role. <laughs> I've got to say, Paul Gallon, it was a pretty impressive game, but he always seems to go well against our West Tigers, right? Yes, he does, Just... and does something stupid. <laughs> it's like, Look, you've got to be kidding me. So, yeah, that was that was not a good second half. Cameron Smith and, and Gallon and some of these guys not playing Origin this year are really stepping it up. Others, like Jonathan Burster, not so much. So, yeah. Let's let's see how it all pans out. But right now, Tipsy, you are laughing. All right, Ryan, enjoy the week off next week. You probably we probably won't hear for you for a few weeks, I'd imagine. So enjoy that little break. And of course, uh, I'll be back in two weeks. No show next week. So you know, those general buy that that big trade round will still be in. Tuesday the following week in a fortnight so we'll still be able to help you a little bit there but until then enjoy the second origin uh, who's your tip right um, I think the Blues will wrap it up by one point whoa yeah it's going to be hard not to tip the Blues because they're such short priced favourites but never write off the Maroons especially if they pick guys like Matt Scott uh, come back one last time we shall see. Don't want to leave it to game three, though. That's for sure. No, no, no. All right. Make sure you download that app if you haven't already. www.supercoachpros.com. Follow the links. Good luck this week. Feel free to tweet or Facebook us at any time. Uh, if you need a bit of assistance, especially with a lot of these injuries and late changes, they can help out. Of course, the Twitter uh, feed always t- uh, tweeting out those last-minute changes as well. I am Paulie G, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye for now.